0: This is our first installment of our three-week podcast series entitled The Three Weeks in Thought, Speech, and Action. And we're going to start with speech. Our intention here is to review some of the tefillah, some of the prayers that are connected to Yerushalayim, connected to the three weeks, connected to Chorban. And our hope and tefillah is that these uh, few thoughts compiled over the course of the coming weeks should add uh, meaning and context to the entire three weeks. So let's start with the tefillah that we said today, the special tefillah today. Today is uh, Shiv Asa Batamaz. It's actually the 18th of Tamuz, but it's the fast of Shiva Asa Batamaz. Um, and uh, there is a special tefillah that was added to our tefilos, added to our prayers, and that is a tefillah of Anenu. The source of Anenu is a Gemara in Tainus and Dachyat Gimel. It's also codified in Shochan Aruch that we say Anenu on a fast day. One interesting halachic note about anenu, which gives us an important lesson, is that whereas an individual only says anenu at mincha, um, he says it in the brach of Shema Koleinu, the shaliach tzibor, the person who leads the tefillah, he says it at both shachras and at mincha. Why is that? So the shulchan aruch explains that the reason why an individual only recites Anenu according to Ashkenazi custom at Mincha, is because there may be a chance in which he is not feeling well, and uh, he takes ill, and he has to break his fast. And if he says Anenu in the morning, and it turns out that he's not actually fasting the entire day, then in the prayer of Anenu, which he refers to the day of fasting, he's not going to be telling the truth. And as the Shulchan Aruch says, it will be nimsa shakran b'tfilah so. so. It turns out that he's going to be a literally a liar in his prayer, in his tefila. This is a concept that appears in several places all over. We see how important it is for us to be um, honest and direct and truthful in every word of tefila. So that's an inspiring idea in that every single word of our uh, tefila, every word of our prayer has to be right because it matters because it's important, because it makes a difference. That's one note. So that is why an individual only says, anenu, at mincha, because it is only then that he is assured that when he says, anenu biyom tzom ta'an answer us on this day of our fast, that it will indeed be a full day of fast for him. Whereas the shaliach the person leading the prayers, he, um, even though it may be that he personally may have to break his fast, but his tefillah is not just for himself. His feel his prayer, is for the entire congregation. And it is, it is a sure thing that at least somebody in the, con- in the congregation will make it all the way through the fast. And therefore, he says, Anenu bayom In the plural form, um, even at shachris because he is giving offering the prayer on behalf of the entire uh, tzibor, on the whole congregation. Connected to this is a halacha that appears right next to the one we just quoted, also, it's in Shulchan Aruch, T- Simon Tov Kuf Samach He, which is um, 565. Um, and there it talks about somebody who may be experiencing, who may take on a personal titheness. This is not something that is done as prevalently, prevalently as it was done in days of old. But um, there is a whole formula and a whole prescription uh, as to how a person takes on a personal fast. And part of that is that he should indeed. Say Anenu. And not only does he say Anenu, he says Anenu as the text is in front of us. Anenu, beyom, tsom, Answer us plurally uh, on our day of fast. And the question is asked why would he talk about our day of fast when it is his own personal fast day? What does this have to do with uh, another person? Why is he saying it in plural form if we are so careful to ensure that our tefilos, that our prayers are done exactly then he should say Aneini. Uh, he should ask Hashem to answer me, not us. So why is that in plural form? The Mishnaburah offers uh, two important insights here, um, not just about anenu, but about tefillah and tzibor, about davening and community in general. Mishnaburah ex- explains that the reason why he says um, anenu in the plural form is because even though he is experiencing his own personal day of introspection, of fast, um, he says, A person should always join himself along with the tzibor. And in this case, joining the tzibor along with himself. Being able to tap into the power of the prayers of the tzibor, even though they're not sharing the same um, status as him. But nevertheless, he must always be a part of the larger congreg- congregation, a part of the larger tzibor, and that will make his tefillah even more effective. That's one point. The second point, the Mishabura says, why isn't it that, uh, so we understand why he's saying anenu, because he would like to uh, invoke the power of the tzibor, but still, it's not correct. He's saying nu in plural form, and we have to make sure our tefillahs are correct. So why is it that he can say it in plural? Mishabura says, because it can't be that there isn't some Jew somewhere in the world who is also fasting on this day as well. There has to be somebody, there are many, many Jews in many different circumstances, many different places, and there has to be one other Jew somewhere who is also uh, taking on a fast day. So by saying anenu in the plural form, you're linking up with a Jew somewhere in the rest of the world. Somewhere, it doesn't have to be locally, it doesn't have to be in the same country, or even the same continent. It could be any Jew in the world. And by us saying anenu, when we have a private uh, um, event and a private a private fast day. By us speaking in the plural form, we are linking up to that Jew, wherever he may be. That's a powerful lesson that we learned from the halacha regarding this tefillah of anenu. Now let's give one more lesson that comes from the text of the tefillah. Actually, it comes from the pasuk, the verse in Yeshaya, from which this tefillah is taken. The pasuk says, and as we say in anenu, V'hayater mikro and it will be uh, even before they call out and I will answer them even before they speak and I will listen I will hear what does this mean? what is this double expression of before they call out I will answer them and even before they speak and I shall listen to them it's uh, words from the prophet Yeshaya, quoted here in our Tefillah Anenu the Primagodim uh, the Agadic commentary, not the Halachic one, the Prima offers the following explanation based upon the Gemara in Tinus. The Gemara in Tinus, Daf Chaf Hey Amud Bez, says as follows: it, it talks about a case in which uh, the sage Shmuel Hakatan decreed a fast. He decreed a fast because there wasn't enough rainfall, which was the primary reason for fasts, as recorded throughout Meseches Tainis. And he, dec- he declared that there was going to be a fast the next day. And before sunrise, before the fast actually set in, and the prescription of tefillos throughout the fast day set in, it began to rain. And the people thought, what a wonderful sign. This is a sign of the praiseworthiness of the community. They said, um, The reason why the rain fell now is because this tzibor, this, tzibor, this community is so worthy. And he responded to them, he said, Em let me tell you a parable. What is this similar to, what is this comparable to? To a servant who requests a reward from his master. He requests food or livelihood, something from his master. And his master says to one of his ministers, he says to him, give him what he asks for and let me not hear his voice. In other words, just give it to him. I'd rather not hear from him, he's fetching and whining too much. I don't even want to hear from him. To a servant for whom the master does not care, the master or the king says, just give it to him. I don't even want to hear his request. To a servant whom he does care for, he says, give it to him immediately. I don't even need to hear his request. But to a child, a parent would say, please give it to him right away. And I'd also like to hear his voice. I'd like to hear his request. I want to take care of his needs. I want to hear his pain. I want to hear where he's coming from and be able to listen and hear and take care of him. So that's what this double expression is referring to. Even before they speak, I will answer them. Give it to them immediately. But more than that, eshma, I would like to hear their words and their requests. Although I will fulfill their requests before they speak, I want to hear them middabrim, I want to hear their tefila. I want to hear their requests, even after I've already guaranteed that I'm going to give it to them. And so this should inform our uh, stance and hopefully um, the reality of the coming three weeks, three weeks, which is that even though we are assured that at some point in the future, and we hope it is today, we, will, we are assured that there will be a redemption, And therefore, we may be tempted to think, well, what's the point of my prayer if eventually it's going to happen anyway? The answer is that even though he may answer our prayers and even though he may provide a salvation, he still wants to hear our tefillahs and he still wants to hear our prayer. And every prayer counts and every prayer is heard.